Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cube with your hosts Ayahadi, Johnny Pinar, and Allison Weaver. Second Z's is a podcast dedicated to celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. We hope you enjoyed the show. So we are officially the first week into year 2024. Happy New Year's, everyone. And with that, there are a lot of uh, summaries of the year 2023 in different parts of the industry, whether it's like Hollywood or, you know, Mm. outside of the U.S., music industry, that type of thing, introspectives. But this one... um, caught my eye um i think it's always an interesting thing to you know look on look through trends and you know try to surmise what the future will hold we are traveling to india um and this article is detailing how um 2023 was the comeback year for Bollywood. It's apparently one of the best of all time, which is um, pretty big news because it was going through a slump recently. Um, Mm -hmm. And this year, yeah, this year they managed to make $1.3 billion in the year 2023. Um, Mm -hmm. And not surprising. Yeah. And one person who they say like isn't the whole reason, but a big factor for that big profit is uh, the one and only Shah Rukh Khan. He had oh, three. Lord. Yeah, Don't get me started on him. <laughs> he had three oh. huge, three huge movies, um, and you know he's kind of seen as like the king of romance, but um, kind of showing what the current trend for uh, Bollywood, which is like a lot of action movies. Um, I believe two of the three films, two of his three films were um, action-based. So just a really, really big year for for Bollywood in general. Um, He started off 2023 with his movie Patan, and that made more than $100 million worldwide. And then he did Joan. And then at the end of the year, he did Donkey. Um, so Joan earned $136 million worldwide. Um, and of course, you know, like uh that this is not Bollywood, it's Tollywood, which is uh we we talked about this movie last year, uh RRR and um the mm-hmm. huge global impact it had to. Um, and there was like this point in the article talking about the trend of like angry men being the focal points of these popular movies in Bollywood. Um, it did make a point though, that, um, Shah Rukh Khan's movies, uh, weren't like steeped in that there was still balance with, uh, a, a softer, a softer um approach um and you know kind of finishes off with this kind of wondering like um in the future what 
what does the future hold for Bollywood? Is it going to continue to grow at that rate? Um, but mm-hmm. overall kind of shows that there's still hope out there. I think that um, a lot of times people can take a doomsday approach and be like, this is the end of this mm-hmm. industry. This is the end of film. This is the mm-hmm. end of music. This is the end of art. Um, but really, I think it just shows us that it's a cyclical nature. Um, so just as Bollywood was in a slump a couple of years back, it's experienced one of its highs this year. Although, you know, you could make an argument that you shouldn't really measure the success of art by the amount of money it makes. But, you know, nonetheless, um, it it's taking an upswing and the world is taking notice and wondering what that will spell out for other industries around the world. Okay, can I go? Yeah. Can I say? Go ahead, Johnny. I'm going to chuck just now. You know, uh, India is the only emerging market uh, in the world. Uh, You said it. Simple straight, and they put it there. Now, emerging market means it's got money, which means it can afford to put it into film. The Bollywood is, uh, you cannot compare to anything because Bollywood is a very much product made for the people. Uh, it is your That's ideal. Right. It is the perfect ideal uh, uh, form of, of creation where you are creating for the very audience that trusts you, that is already established, mm-hmm. and that is what they want. So you're giving them what they want. So you going on the cycle can carry on forever, and it has. You know, the Bollywood movie belongs within India. There is more than enough population to sustain it, for it to make return, Mm -hmm. et cetera, and further. Uh, I would not be surprised. It's not a prediction, but I would not be surprised if uh, you have emerging uh, American, Australian, European, a little like, you know, um, um, productions, putting their little toes Mm -hmm. into, into India. And trying to make friends with Bollywood. Well, hello. You know, it's been happening. So you make friends with Bollywood. You don't put your toes in there. You make friends with Bollywood because they've got a market, and you find some way of, of hitching your like you know Tommy onto the back of something there. That's Bollywood. Um, but mm-hmm. how to do it? No idea because they don't have a trusted audience. So they are buggered. Um, the trusted right. audience, the trusted audience of the West, um, uh, is is gone. I'll yeah. say that straight. It is gone. <clears throat> it's gone not for any reason that is uh, any specific. It's not gone because uh, of any anything that was done uh, wrong. No, no. Uh, things changed. Politics changed. People changed. Uh, Many things changed, films changed, and films kept on changing. This is nice for mm-hmm. us in the West. They change all the time. Now, Bollywood has its archetypes. It has its formula. This is a known entity yep. that makes you safe, right? 
for all of us, mm -hmm. we like to have that safety zone. Um, but within that, of course, there's always a surprise. And then the stars, the stars are, are promoted in the most elegant and beautiful manner. So they're, oh, well, yeah. when you go to a <laughs> film, it is, it is like going and getting a nice big wash of like beautiful blue kind of sequined, like, you know, softened, uh, <laughs> you know. I love how you, you know describe Bollywood. You come out of there feeling like super clean and squeaky. <laughs> so it, it because that's the recipe and it's worked and it's it's been worked out very hard. And I, it would not mm. surprise me at all if there was um, uh, some more cohesion happening between the West and and the East um, in that area because uh, the Western film market is done. Uh, I take, uh, um, I take, uh, um, battery's gonna go, so let me talk quick. I'll take, um, um, Fast Charlie, a uh, great film, uh, Pierce Brosnan in the lead, looking his best, directed by Philip Noyce, the best in the world, beautifully made film. I mean, bang, boom, they got surprises left, right, and center of the investors that were reliable, big boys. Um, just cameling mm -hmm. in the middle of like production because of finance. Anyway, they all went on and they finished the show and they did it. Now, the distributors, right, didn't even want to put it onto mainstream. Right now, we're dealing with mm -hmm. the kind of directors, it's like taking Polanski, it's like taking uh, uh <laughs> any of them, man. I mean, you know. Uh, Mr. Mr. Apocalypse now, man, you know, uh, and yeah. you know, it's like take Scorsese, take uh, any of them. Great, like, these are people that have created art, and um, yes. take them now. Take them, yeah, take them now and say, sorry, dude, you can't get a like big screen release. You're only going to be going on to cell phones. That's the way it works, you know. And he's standing there going. You want me to make this movie with my heart? You want me to take my heart and break it right now and, and pour every ounce of my last little bit of 90-year-old blood into it uh, so that you can just put it out there as comic books. And that's what's happened. Because right? essentially yes. what has gone on is that a beautiful film was made, a lot of care was put into it, it was structured beautifully with the best people involved. And the greatest disgrace, the greatest dishonor keeps on 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 on, on, it, on actors and directors that have held up a film industry with every bit of integrity that they have. And I can say that personally because I've witnessed it. I've stood with them. The integrity of, of Philip Noyce is is just truly unshakable. And when he makes the film, he makes a film with all the love he has and all the care and all everything inside of him is there. He puts mm -hmm. it in there, man. He puts it in there. He does a pollock on this. And mm -hmm. for that to happen and then for that to go to these little movie houses in the middle of nowhere, you know, all five of them. You know, because they did say they would have a release, you know. So, <laughs> so they don't release, they yeah. don't have premiere at a nice big place. No, they go to all the little bug houses, you know, the small towns, and they drop it off there so that it'll play there for seven days, right? So that when they get phoned mm -hmm. by the 
executives, creators, etc. I said, where's the movie, man? And they go, it's playing, don't worry, yeah. where is it playing? I don't know, Donald, somewhere fine, whatever, it's changed its name. God knows where it's little playing. Little that place. Um, <laughs> so one of the actresses, the, went, the lead actress, went to go see the movie. And uh, came in and found that the movie house was closed, of course. Uh, at the time the movie right. was supposed to be playing. <laughs> so she woke them up and knocked on it and said, why isn't the movie playing? She said, well, nobody's coming to see it. Everybody's sleeping now. And uh, she said, well, I would like to see it. I mean, it's, and the time is this time, and that's the time that you play the movie. Am I right? Yes, it is true. So uh, henceforth, <laughs> then, with lots of sighs and all the rest of it, uh, a very, very cracked little, like, sort of, I love those neon signs outside that one of the letters doesn't work, you know. And uh, in she goes, watches the movie, a little bit of a hitch here and there, as one should expect, with sound and possible real, wrong reels. Anyway, she got to see the film. And that film uh, mm -hmm. ended... Uh, the day after that, it had been on on big screen for exactly seven days. That is it, with yeah. no no advertising, none, none, and it goes straight to streaming. Wow. And, and and Philip tried to explain to people because he came under a lot of flack. Reviewers were so they used it as a axe to launch and they, mm. they took their anger and they released it on on the the giants. This is the part that made me sit back and go, how dare you? Are you so stupid? Are you so unaware of what is going on? But they, 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 yeah. they ran into like Philip's age, you know? They ran into like, you know, uh, what's his name's age? You know, uh, these guys are just Lord. too old to carry it. No, it's a brilliant movie. And to negate yeah, the beauty wow. that has been created by both artists through their lives. I didn't and that pay attention to that. That's to people that is beautiful. <laughs> this is the future. There from that point, now you understand that's a big, you don't get bigger than Philip Noyce, that's big. Yeah. Uh, from there, yeah. that's what's happening with Philip Noyce. You get an understanding, 100% right. understanding of the American film markets from here on. Yeah, I'm going to add something to that, mm -hmm. which you, you, you expressed it so brilliantly. Thank you, Johnny. Really, I, I don't think you could explain it any better, to be honest. And uh, for me, obviously, we know where the money is moving. I keep saying this all the time. Uh, where is the money time. going? It's going east. It's been on that trajectory yeah. for the past yeah. 20 years. Uh, if anybody ever wondered, they were telling me this a long time ago. Yes. Put your money in the east, right? That's yeah. how it goes. West, east, west, east, like that. Mm -hmm. Just goes mm -hmm. like this. It's just the trend of the world. I don't know how to describe it, but you read the history books, you can see it does that. So obviously, uh, India is ready. It's it's excited to oh, to yes. take on what what will I say? The mantle. And so, um, for from my point of view, as somebody who already is really excited and yeah. doing things in India. And I've been doing that yeah. for seven years or whatever it's been by now, like a while ago. <laughs> and I was on the first train to do it because I said to myself, uh, 
let's go. Like, let's enjoy this this opportunity while things are cheap. Mm-hmm. Get excited and get involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was me. I said, let me get excited. Let me get involved while things are cheap. Because the minute that everyone, their cousin and their uncle and whoever is trying to get in there, it's going to it's going to blow up. Right. So I said, well, let me, let me get involved while things are cheap and while things, and just get my, my little ducks in the row, as they say, Mm. and, Mm -hmm. and just see how I can connect to the right people and whatever, and and the lovely show business they have there. So I think it's no surprise at all, Mm. the numbers, no surprise. And I think that's where the, the United States and other People that have been other countries, I should say, that have been powerhouses in the past, mm-hmm. will have to consider. You know. Well, that's the way like, people go because they'll get the offer. All that happens now. That's right. All that happens now is, uh, as far as uh, the West, America, holding the the reins of form in the world, that is over. Everything has changed. The whole style of it has changed. Now, this is a beautiful thing because not only within the change that is happening radically all around us, there comes the media change that is vital. There's a mm-hmm. vital yes. need for a media change. And now what better way of doing it than combining the beauty, the, the, the essence of the true beauty of the Bhagavad Gita's and the exceptions, etc., into the Bollywood way of doing things, which has an innocence to it that's so lovely. And bringing that and combining, you know, you then start coming out of something different. That, I think, is going to be a fascinating thing for us to to um, be a part of. Well, you know, it's going to be a fusion of different things, too, yes. because now they're, they realize that people like uh, to to cross cultures mm. and do things mm-hmm. like that. So now, like I was reading about the the filming of the Red Badge of Courage. Right. I'm reading a book about that. And like at that time, those days, it was a literal monarchy, which they mm-hmm. had going on at, over the MGM and all the rest, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, it's all different because it's accessible to, well, to people they, to make art. Well, they are completely realized <laughs> there. And, and this, this you, can, you can check this out any way you like. They realize that what is being made, if they were, uh, let's say, uh, compare it to, to, to Great Danes, okay? So MGO and et cetera, all the Great <laughs> Danes, right? The Great Danes, can't compete with the Great Danes. Yeah. We're yeah. now dealing with little miniature uh, chihuahuas. That's what you do. <laughs> the guys are trying to yes. sell mini chihuahuas, little mini ones, little ones. They're very cute. They're very cute. They bob their heads and they're cutie cutie. And um, <laughs> they, they like to do romantic comedy and stuff like that. It's hysterical, those little things. They're so cute. Um, you know, it's that kind of thing. And they, uh, no matter which way they want to play it, no matter which way they play it, I'm going to see it like this for my whole life. They cannot change that. That is the truth. (laughs) And and let me tell you, the wolves are standing in India. And uh, so therefore, it it is like that, yes. And and how things transpire, Mm -hmm. I can never, ever, you know, gauge. But the beauty of what is there and the beauty of the, the, the healing of, a, an entire universe occurs without our participation. 
Um, so basically, um, this question is about burnout, how to deal with creative burnout when you feel completely empty, like everything's been sucked dry from you, you don't have any inspiration, you, you don't really have the desire to produce art anymore. Um, and I think like every creative person has reach that point in one way or another, but, you know, Mm -hmm. as professionals, what is your advice for someone experiencing this? If you're working, if you're in the middle of a job Mm -hmm. and this is what's happening, suck it up. Simple. (laughs) No, I mean, mean, if you're in a job, job, there's not much you can do. So therefore you have to suck it up. It's really that. If you're not in the job, and then this is this is a natural life. First of all, you acknowledge to the self, please acknowledge to the self. This is natural. This is normal. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not doing anything. Don't create little scenarios in the head that always end up with you dead. No. It is simply <laughs> normal and natural. And what is happening is you're entering into the time where you start to formulate. Allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. Allow it to happen. Enter into it with, with a, a peaceful heart. Don't fight it. Don't feel that it is there to attack you or hurt you. It is there to be the absolute embracing arms to hold you during the time where you are now going to refill. You refill with experience. You refill with genuine and heartfelt. It might be sore, but it's going to come out on the other end where you can experientially express once again what your truth is. That's mm-hmm. that's my take. Mm. Thanks, Johnny. I know you're both about to die. Do voice so. work. Do voice work. Cool. Um, you can always do voice well, work. You I know, will... even if you're reading, you know, for the for the blind or things like that, you know, you're making a buck. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you know, there's the, you guys have got uh, lots of things out there, you know, and uh, yeah. follow the heart and just know you're in a safe place and you're completely normal and what's happening is natural. No, the industry has not turned its back against you. No, you have not given up. No, it's not the end. No, this is just simply a part where you get re-energized and refilled because you have to bring about the evolution of the self, of the craft. I think to answer your question, there's, there's two things. So when you feel burnout, that probably means that you need to rest. That's my first comment. Because if I'm if I'm feeling burnout, then I really need something to 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 refocus myself. Um, for example, safe space meditation mm-hmm. is wonderful, ladies and gentlemen. You don't believe me? You gotta try it. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Safe place meditation is the stuff. And if you don't believe it, you've never tried it. And so therefore, please try it. Mm -hmm. That's all I will say to my dear audience about that. Um, Even if you don't have a worldview that believes in the supernatural, you can still do safe space meditation safely. So um, that is my comment. Um, So coming away with your mind, bringing your mind down, 
um, out of the situation. It's not an escape, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What it is, is you're focusing yourself on just calming down and and bringing your mind to peaceful state yeah. if you can. Because um, usually when my brain is frozen, it's because I'm not thinking clearly about something mm-hmm. or I'm not focusing or I'm not in a place where I'm feeling safe or uh, whatever you want to call it. I'm I maybe in a place where I'm feeling really stuck or um, something like this. So at the end of the day, I think it's really kind of uh, kind of vital to 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 the mind for the mind to feel like, OK, I have a I have an outlet here. I have a place where I know that I can just come out of it, even if you can't change your circumstance right like a lot of people would like to change their circumstance but they can't so but it's the mindset that's really important so i guess if i feel frozen the first thing that i do is i have to i have to first come out of it in some way if i can and the other thing i have to do is is come to a conclusion that it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. whatever the thing is is not the end of the world. It's not the end of my life um, right now. I'm not dead. I have an opportunity to be alive. And then I think the other part of it is um, gratitude. So, so coming down to the, to the basic level, if you will, and then expressing gratitude. And I'm not just saying like that in a cliche way, I'm saying like, okay, I am expressing gratitude that I am alive, that I am breathing, that I am here today. I have heat um, in my house. For example, I have food. And if you don't have food, you may have your health. And there's like all these different little things that you can be grateful for. And I'm not saying that in like a really dumb way here. I actually mean it in a very... um, very very what will you say this in english uh very just um very very just graceful way if you will mm-hmm. like um so so it's giving yourself grace yeah if if i will say it like that you're giving yourself grace to say okay this is another day this is another chance for me this is another opportunity for me to love. Yeah. This is another time for me to see see that I'm that I'm actually fulfilling my mission mm-hmm. on this earth. Whether I can see it today or not, that's the first thing. And if you can't come away by yourself, this is my other suggestion is to have someone in your corner who is actually able to to see it for you. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So can this person that that you are that you are connecting to can they see the situation um, for what it is or what it really is? And I'm not saying like uh, some kind of like a person living on a cloud, but like someone who can objectively see your situation and and help you to see what you've achieved. Yes, in the past time until now, if that makes sense. Yeah. To, to you and then the other thing is like not like feeling limited by the situation Mm -hmm. as much as feeling like um okay like i didn't solve it yet i haven't reached the the solution at the moment 
But, but I will. Yeah. But I will overcome this. I will become a better person. I will learn something. And then once you kind of getting past that initial shock, if you will, um, if that makes sense. No, it does. It's like this initial, this initial shock feeling where you have to calm down, especially with the PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. So the initial shock is like, okay, I need to calm down. I need to, I need to. Once you're down there uh, and you have someone who can be empathetic with you, hopefully, or at least something inspirational to listen to if you're by yourself, then you can, then you can begin to think about how can I be creative right now? Like what's a small thing I can do? Maybe go outside. I like to go outside, but if you're not a person that likes to go outside, then you can stay inside. Yeah. But um, I find that being outside is great because you just take time to notice something small. Like maybe I notice the trees, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe I notice the the moon. Maybe I notice the street light. You know, that's a really like simple thing to notice, yeah. but maybe I notice the street light. Why would I notice the street light? Well, because it's interesting to me, you know, yeah. like it's something interesting, something that's holding my attention for for a little moment. It's and grounding. it's like you're focusing on something average. Yeah. You're just grounding yourself. Even if the whole world is blowing up around you, there's always something. Maybe it's a little piece of grass. You know, it can be simple things. Um, so I feel like that can even be an inspiration of like um, something beautiful. For example, the dude, uh, that doctor who wrote in Flanders Fields, he was like surrounded by death, but he but he grounded himself and he was able to talk about the poppies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something like that that you can do, even if you're feeling completely lost. Yeah. And like Johnny said, like doing something just, even if it's just a small thing, even if it's just staying creative some small way, I think it really makes a difference yeah. to me at least. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. It does. It covers so many different parts of the equation. I think it was a holistic um, answer um, and it really, it doesn't neglect the spiritual side of the issue yeah it's definitely not just a physical thing i mean obviously we have physical needs right Mm -hmm. we all have physical needs and physical requirements that are happening every day and not everyone can meet those the same way but i think everyone goes through the same mental battle Mm -hmm. um doesn't matter what level of society you want to say you are like I don't care if you're the crown princess or the the person that's cleaning the toilet on down the street. Like it doesn't matter because everyone has that battle. Everyone has the battle of I'm not good enough. I'm missing this or I should be doing more or whatever that thing is that's causing your brain to freeze up. So yeah. everybody, everybody has this. Yes. It's 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 just it's like you can't, condition. you can't, you can't even like describe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
So I guess that's a way to describe this. It's 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 challenging because people don't really realize that they're doing it sometimes. They don't really realize that their brain is doing this, yeah. that they're they're in a hole until they till they're like too late. So it's kind of like maybe grounding yourself every day. Yeah. Right. Like Take, so taking care of yourself throughout the process. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what I would say. Self-care. You got it. Self-care. <laughs> Thank you so much for Self-care, the answer, Allison. Yay! Mm-hmm. Well, don't you feel uplifted? I think we had a pretty uplifting episode. I do feel and, uplifted. Uh, I think this is a good place to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. So thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a production of Baker Street Media and Alma Pictures. Join us next week for more of our journey through the world of culture and art. Thanks for joining us.